This episode is brought to you by Hulu, presenting Legacy, the true story of the L.A. Lakers. From the backboard to the front office, Legacy captures the remarkable rise and unprecedented success of one of the most iconic franchises in professional sports. Featuring new revealing interviews from players, coaches, and execs, this 10-part documentary series chronicles this extraordinary story from the inside. Watch Legacy, the true story of the L.A. Lakers now, only on Hulu. Pros in the know start with Lowe's because Lowe's is doing more to make it easier for pros to get the supplies they need and get back on the job. Now you can get job lot quantities of the supplies and materials you buy most. Plus, to get you in and out faster, key items are now right up front where they can be bought and loaded up quickly with help from our dedicated pro loaders. Stop by the pro desk at your local Lowe's to learn more. So, pro, now that you know, start with Lowe's. When you need help or advice, you turn to your parents or a trusted friend for help. So why go outside of Virginia, your home, when you need car insurance? Aber Insurance gives you individual attention and won't turn your way no matter what your driving record looks like. Giving same-day personal service in the state of Virginia for over 30 years. Aber Insurance, 979-0814 is the number. AberInsurance.com is the site. The whole world spin my record. Shero, the hoodie stars, check game, stay free records. Shorty girl, fed the death in a massaging. Bad news, even be massaging. I got a city hip, I be massaging. Pinky rings on my finger, I'm massaging. I got a speedboat concert, cause I massage. I come and do about a whole kind of large. I be massaging. I be massaged. I'm coming through with Cadillacs and massaging. Yeah, both some constantly massaging. I got GPS, I be massaging. I catch croaker fish, cause I'm massaging. I like a macaroni plate, I be massaging. Even oodles and noodles, I be massaging. Put out the ghetto, cause I'm massaging. I got ice around my neck, cause I'm massaging. Or even gold teeth, I massaging. A pinky ring iced out, cause I'm massaging. I got a hundred million. What up, 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 do? Welcome to the Ballhawk Show podcast. I'm your Samar Hawkins, getting everything situated, all these different cameras and devices. Man, it's good with y'all on Martin Luther King Jr. Day, man. Shout out to the great and late Martin Luther King Jr. for all his efforts and his ability to stand 10 toes down on his beliefs and uh, sacrifice his life for the betterment of minorities and the rights of minorities so let's not forget um this is just a holiday that you play video games or don't have to go to school a great man died on this day i mean celebrated on this day so the great martin luther king jr salute so today's show one hour show as we you know that's the goal one hour um got a lot on the docket man Rams, saints recap patriots chiefs recap we're going to talk about Roger Goodell and, and, and the uh, decision he could make according to the rule books. Um, Tony Romo is a hot topic right now in sports uh, because of his great color and commentary skills and his ability to predict uh, plays that offenses will probably run. So I want to pose some questions about Tony Romo and not just his future in the booth, but maybe his future as a coach. Um, and I think we got JaVale on the, on the line. Is that JaVale? Is that you, man? Yes, sir. What's up, Hulk? 
All right, we got JaVale call in. So before we get started with football talk, we got to talk boxing. Agent the problem, Broner fought this weekend. and fought Manny Pacquiao. If you guys didn't see the fight, I want to play something for you guys. And then I want to get y'all discussion on who you, you know. It's called the Bird Box Weekend in Sports for a reason. So just listen to Adrian Broner right quick. Adrian. Yeah, bring your motherfucking ass over here. I got a lot to say. We're going to conduct this professionally or we're not going to have an interview. You make the decision. What did you think about the fight? What you, I beat him. Everybody out there know I beat him. Everybody out there know I beat him. I controlled the fight. He was missing. I hit him clean more times. I beat him. You averaged eight punches. Less than eight punches was the most punches that you had in the round, and it seemed as though you couldn't get it close enough. Like, it already sounded like it was against me. So I already ain't, I already, I already ain't got a fair shake talking to you. But let me talk something. Let me let y'all know. I want to thank the whole hood who came out here. I love y'all. I did this for the hood. Y'all know I beat that boy. Y'all know I beat that boy. They trying to, what they trying to do is they trying to get that money again with Pacquiao and um, Floyd. But it's cool. I ain't worrying about it. I'm still that nigga, man. I'm on top. Cincinnati, stand up. West side. Two side. You're 3-3-1 three, three, in your last seven fights. What will you do next? Hey, I'm 3-3-1 three, three, in my last seven, but I'll be 7-0 seven, no against you. Well, that wouldn't mean much. That's the end of this interview. <laughs> Adrian, the problem, Broner, is just a problem to his damn self. This is the real reason why. And, uh, JaVale, turn your radio down, man. We can hear a little echo or whatever, whatever device you got going. Um, yeah, Adrian, the problem, Broner. Oh, my God. The live is blocked. They make it tame music. Man, if they don't chill out with that trying to block me, God dang it. Why tell you? These Facebook federalists be on it. Anyway. I guess they tried to get me because I played that clip right there. But, you know, I mean, what what they expect people to do in the media? We're going to play clips. I don't own the clip. Showtime, y'all own the clip. But anyway, back to Adrian Broner, man. He's a problem to himself. He's delusional. I don't want to say I want to say he's delusional once he see the fight. He's going to realize he's delusional. We don't know what that man felt like he did. Um, I said in my video on YouTube that, you know, fighters. Hey, man. I don't know. He ain't land but 50 damn punches, okay? He landed 50 punches. You can't win like that. Pacquiao only landed 111 or 112, but Adrian Broner is now a um, big mouth punching bag. For anybody that want to get back in boxing or anybody that just want to get a big payday, fight Adrian Broner, you guarantee a big check, and you damn near guarantee to win. So that's that's all I want to say about Adrian Broner. Pacquiao, Pacquiao is washed. Don't fight Ford Mayweather Pacquiao. Don't do it. He's going to beat you quick, fast, in a hurry. You're old now. <laughs> so just give it up to Pacquiao. I'm sorry. I love what you stand for, Pacquiao, what you do for your people. But boxing-wise, stay your ass away from any top flight 147. Keith Thurman, Sean Porter, Terrence Crawford, uh, uh, Danny Garcia, any other big name, stay, Errol Spence would destroy you. Stay away from any big name, 147, Manny Pacquiao. I trust your boy. Go get a rematch with Jeff Horn. But if you fight one of the big dogs and big names at 147, these young boys going to take all the money you was going to get to your people, and you're going to be asked out like Martin said. I'm just I'm just trying to tell you. So, see what's good with you, dog. Um, good, anything y'all want to say on Adrian Broner and Pacquiao before we jump into the other bird box of what's going on in the NFL? A whole lot of trash, man. A.B. A.B. Uh, better not ever get back in the ring ever again, man. 
we 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 can we can skip we can skip we can skip the rest of his segment. He'll Soldier Boy more relevant to AB man. Hey AB, Brona, Brona, get him out of here. The dude that had a draw with Je- uh, uh, Jesse Vargas, Brona. <laughs> my, my boy said he did it for the. He said he did it for the hood. The hood, yeah. He, uh, I, they they need to test him, man. He he must have been hanging with uh with with James Bones Jones and all that. Hey, he, he hey. on some other stuff. He ain't hanging with James Bones Jones because James Bones Jones, at least he still win. God, duh. Yeah, I mean that's that's because he he got elite. That's just elite elite genes. AB is garbage. He can't he can't get high and then try to go, you know, go on national on, on pay per view and get smacked around the ring by Pacquiao. I mean that fight was terrible. I mean it was. Don't give me a. I put you like this. I put you like this. I was entertained. But it was awful. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. I knew what was coming at the end. You feel what I'm saying? So this was probably the worst Brona fight I've ever seen. Like, the fight with him and Jesse Vargas was good. The Mikey Garcia fight was bad. But at least Mikey was punching him in the face a lot. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So this probably was the least, out of all the Brona fights I've seen, this was the least entertaining point blank period. But let's go ahead. We're going to transition away from Brona, Brona. Salute to you, brother. You get your checks, but yeah. Um, so let's go ahead, man. Elephant in the room. We're gonna go ahead and we're gonna talk about it. The game that everybody wanna talk about. We're gonna talk about the Rams and the Saints. We're gonna get right down to it. What we're gonna do about blown calls like we saw in the red zone, that PI. What no. we're gonna do about it. We ain't doing nothing about it. <laughs> right. Hey, look, Roger, Roger Goodell ain't he? He ain't gonna turn on his referees, man. That's that's one thing we know for sure. Ain't no going back and fixing it. It's blown calls in every game. They just, you know, ain't in the red zone. You know? So for all the folks, for all the folks that don't know, it's a rule in the NFL rule book, uh, Rule Seventeen, Section Two, Article One, that states the commissioner has the sole authority to investigate and take appropriate disciplinary and or corrective measures if any club. Action, non-participant interference, or whatever. You know, he can overrule. Yeah. We got too many big words that I don't want to sound out on air right now, okay? So, but my, my thing is with that, Hulk, I, I, my thing is with that, it, it was a wrong call. But if that's going to be done, it has to be done every week of the NFL season, not just the playoffs, but, I mean, it it, it would almost have to be – if that if that play determined the outcome of the game, you know what I'm saying? Like, because yesterday that clearly happened. Because if that if that PI was called, they could have ran the clock down and kicked the, you know what I'm saying? And it, it would have been a yeah. it would have been a wrap. You know what I'm saying? The Rams would have got the ball back. I got my head yeah, up. They would have ran the ball up. on first down too. Uh, hey, hey, yeah. I got my hand up for this. Hey, so why they didn't run the ball before? It was clearly after two minutes. Yeah, they why they run the ball? They throwing in the first place. But they could have ran. Not, the, I mean, they could have ran it down and kicked the field goal. You can say that in hindsight, but I mean it doesn't. It doesn't change the fact that it was a clearly a, a missed call. I mean, you you can't. Man, say it's it missed calls John. every year, bro. Right, it's yeah, missed right, calls right, every year. Yeah, that that that's probably the worst missed call I've ever seen in my life. No, no, no. It's not the worst call you ever seen in your life. What? Remember what happened with Brett Favre? 
when they hit him in the backfield, what, 10 minutes after the, um, after the whistle went off? You remember that? He got hurt, so punch drunk, he over here throwing in the touches. Remember that? Oh, oh, oh. Everybody want to talk about revisionist uh, history or whatever. And be, be, oh, and then, let's go to the tuck rule. We can talk about the tuck rule, too. That's probably the worst call, non-call ever. Well, I'm sorry, it was called, but it made up a rule to kind of back up Tom Brady. But that's another story for another time. But, I mean, one call don't dictate a game killer. I'm sorry. I ain't going, I ain't going for it. And even still, no, I mean, they still had a chance to beat him. They I mean, still had a chance to beat him. I, think, I don't I want think to hear it. I think here's the thing that gets lost. Anytime we talk about calls, everybody always says a lot of calls. But don't you got you have to fix it. Like this, this doesn't fix the issue. This just well, every every year we're gonna bitch about a call that should have been made instead of making sure a call like this doesn't go unnoticed. Like the face mask. Does that, does that, does that yes, play need to be we, challenged? Well, let me get let me let me get uh, to the point. In the CFL, they have a rule to where they can review calls like that, like that interference call or the face mask call. Things that can determine like it's almost like basketball the last two minutes if the refs got to huddle up and the ball went out we could go to the monster it's like certain parts of the game where a call can't be missed i mean let's all keep it a stack we know that if it happens in the last two minutes we're gonna say they lost the game right here that's the human reaction and sometimes it's the truth because it was a turning point yes sean payton should have ran the ball on first down yes he should have did this yes they should have had a chance to do that but it, it, to me, that, that that allows us to gloss over the issue, and that is, did it was that referee a former Ram or not? Yeah, I just heard, I just saw an article on that like thirty minutes ago. Is that true? Yeah. I don't know if it's true. It don't matter to me. Let me, let me, let me look. But it here's up. the thing too, huh? Here's the thing too. Huh? Even if they mm-hmm. do, even if they do convert it, they get the PI call right. They haven't been able to run or get a yard. Um, all game, right? So, okay, we stop yeah. you. Okay, give you what, 30 seconds? So no, but they have field, they have, they have, they have, nah, they in field goal range, they've been able to run that clock all the way down. The Rams wouldn't have got the ball back. The Rams had two, nah. two timeouts. Rams had two timeouts. They would have took additional time. It would have took additional time off the clock that allowed the Rams to line. Like, I ain't do the math, but the Rams would have had less, less time than what they had when they they get the ball back to kick the field goal. You feel what I'm saying? So very true because they could they've been getting held the field goals all game. You know what I'm saying? So I mean, if they okay, we hold you to another field goal. All I got to do is come down and score. I mean, it may be harder, but knowing the type of genius that that they say McVay is, I'm pretty sure you could have cooked up something. I mean, I mean, let's be honest, man. Everybody want to talk about the refs and everything like that. I mean, you still have control over that game. I don't want to hear it. Hey, hey look, so that, maybe, that wasn't maybe that I'm wasn't Phil McVay. A Minnesota fan that deals with stuff like this all the time. I don't want to hear it. That wasn't the only bad call or missed call in the game. That wasn't the only one, though. You know what I'm saying? There was multiple. You know what the problem I got with it? If 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 they start, I mean, like Hawk said, maybe in the last two minutes of the game. But if they start reviewing every call, the the game's gonna be too long. Yeah, like, there has to be a limit to it. You know what I'm saying? Like the last two minutes, I agree with you, Hawk. I'm with that. I'm with that. But 
anything beyond that, hell nah. Like that that's not gonna work. Yeah, like, I, it's, it's, yeah gonna, it's gonna kill the game. Yeah, I agree and with that. Here's, a, here's another thing, Hulk. Even with that rule you just said about what the commissioner can go and and you know overrule say something it. about it, overrule yeah. it. They're not gonna put the Saints into the Super Bowl. So what does it matter? No, nah, but they they not he not gonna do that anyway. Roger Roger Goodell rapping referees, dog. Like they can, hey, they I don't, can cancel I don't, any hope to that. I don't know if I'm that uh, is gonna make if, the game. <clears throat> go ahead, go ahead. I'm saying even if he were to go back and review it and overrule it, it's not going to change the outcome. Rams are still going to be in the Super Bowl. So, I mean, how do, how do we know that? You to put the Saints to the Super Bowl. How do we know the Rams are going to be in the Super Bowl? How can you just say that? I'm saying after you – so you're going to tell me if he overrules the call, are you saying uh-huh. during the game or he's going to go and review it after the game? So you want to nah, tell me after right. he reviewed it after the game? It's a rule, yeah. Huh? It's, it's, yeah, it's a rule that said he can overturn it. Right. So what, 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 is that, what does that entail, though? I mean, do it, it would be a Wednesday or Thursday game where they play the last two uh, minutes? That's I mean, a great I, point. Somebody made that point. Somebody said if you overrule it, you basically dress up, warm up to play that last whatever time was left when that interference happened. And the Rams still had two timeouts. Somebody was like, you, you play that back out. I don't know. Man, four, four, you all, do all that, huh? I'm just saying, man, we got to fix it somehow. Somebody, uh, I got my dog Patrick up here saying, um, um, how do you deem what's obvious and what's not? I think anybody in America would say that's an obvious missed call, that P.I. And it was a helmet to helmet. He fapped his ass. He fapped him. There was no, a lot of missed no calls, huh? Bro, bro. <laughs> But there's none, the there's none that obvious, man. There's look, look, obvious. Look, here's the thing. Here's the thing. I understand that holding happens every time. I understand right. illegal contact may happen every time. But we're talking about when the right. ball is the focus to a player. Like, when the right. ball is the focus. Like, that's Jeff, a, Jared that's Goff. That's not a judgment yes, call. That's, that's an obvious missed call. Yes, go back and review that. And, and, and deem yeah. that you missed that. Give a half spot foul to you know whatever you got to do. I'm not arguing that, but I know calls are missed all throughout the game. That's why I said you got to break it down to like the NBA do the last two minutes where you can review things because that was the issue with that. It's a part of the game in the NBA where the ball is hit out by somebody else and it's not the time where they can review it. They get it wrong. We right. we we and adapt I'm, I'm, to that. So. Right. But and if I'm you sure open up that Pandora's box of what's obvious and what's not obvious. You put it in somebody else's judgment, and that's when you're gonna be going out this Pandora box again. So you nah, can't there's continue. Difference. There's difference. There, I think, I think there's different fail, levels to it. Oh, how, how is it? Check this, no, let him finish. check this out. Let him finish. Let him finish. Let him finish. Let him finish his okay. thought because he won't oh, done yet. Okay. But let him finish. Okay. I'm, my my bad. Keep going, Patch. Keep going. So, so what I'm saying though is you're gonna say that that was an obvious DPI call in that particular <clears> instance. But I'm saying going forward, if we're going to deem what's obvious and what's not obvious, then next thing you know, it's going to be a call that's marginal that everybody in America is going to say that that ain't no damn way that should be DPI. And next thing you know, they're going to call DPI. And now we're going to be opening up shit we really open that box up. That's my opinion. No, no, uh, no, nah, and nah, I respect that. I appreciate the call, too, man. Stay on, make sure you stay on the line. You got to leave. This ain't one of them shows. You can stay on the whole rest of the way. Go ahead, Javelle. Uh, I mean, I, I I agree with that wholeheartedly, but there comes a there comes a point in time where there's something that's 
obvious like that play, and I'm sure we'll get into this with the next game, but it comes into account on the Edelman fumble or Muff, different angles show that he, some angles show that he didn't touch it, some angles show that the ball clearly hit his glove. You know what I'm saying? So when mm-hmm. when you get when you get into that, I mean it's it's a fine line. So that that Edelman call in the Patriots Chiefs game that was a judgment call. So my mm-hmm. thing is it's different when it's a judgment call and when it's obvious and it's blatant. Those are two totally different things. There was no question about the PI non call, but there was judgment. You know what I'm saying? And Edelman muff. So there's two there's two different there's two different categories. Or the Brady, you know or the Brady hit to the hit to the helmet. Right. Well, he, was, he wasn't even. He didn't. He didn't. He didn't hit him at all on the on the face mask at all. He got him on the shoulder. Clearly, you know what I'm saying. But mm. that's that wasn't reviewed. They just went with the call on the field. You know, and the Patriots get the ball, 15 yard penalty. You know what I'm saying? That's, I mean, we 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 just gonna agree to disagree, bro. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I feel like I feel like. Listen, man. You don't so even you know, you know like what I'm you saying. You still had a chance. Like and you want nobody else to, to get the love you, now. You, I know still, you still had a chance to win the game. So I don't want to hear it. And even still, even still, though, um, when you like, it's been miscalled all year. They're not going to do nothing to change it. If they do try to do something to change it, they're probably going to make it worse. Just like with the whole catch mm-hmm. rule um, crap and these other Six rules that they, that be going on. They got better with that this year. That got better this year. The catch I mean, got that better got a little bit better, yeah, yeah. Your boy I mean, but the catch got a lot better. His would have been deemed incomplete yesterday back two years ago. That yeah, one-hand okay. catch. Well, I'll give you that one. But, I mean, there's different rules. Like them. Even, like, with the kickoff where they took all the excitement out of the kick return. So, yeah. I mean, come on, man. It, like, you want, you want more rules, more rules, more rules. They already took hitting out the game. So I mean, it's damn near flag football. So okay, I mean, so come on, man. Like, way, what else you want to do? The way technology is set up now, regardless of what stadium on any Thursday, Sunday, Monday, Roger Goodell is in. Okay, if he has that power and authority, if there's a questionable call, forget everybody else. Not not leave it up to the the man upstairs who's running the replay or the 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 head. Uh, <clears throat> White hat who's, you know what I'm saying, going under the hood. It could be where Roger Cadell can view each and every play regardless of what the call is. If it's a judgment call and it's going to be to to the point where it was in yesterday's games, he should be able to make that call right then and there. If he's going to be the judge, jury, and executioner of everything, you know what I'm saying, the way technology is, he could do that every game. Every single game he could do that. He's, he's not going to do that, and the reason he's not going to do that, the reason he's not going to do that is because you got to think about on on any given Sunday how many games is going on at one time. Number one, there's right, no but, way I mean, you, you, can, you can wait. You hold can on, wait. Hold on, uh, hold on. Let me let me let me finish. You can't wait. You can't wait. You want him to make you want him to make the call and say, Nah, that's a judgment call. Hell no, nah, you can't do that. He's not going to do that. Number one, because they hit referees. You gotta you gotta look at Roger Goodell in the history. He never bashes his, his referees ever. He he suspends them. They make so what's the difference? Listen, he, and he suspends them. He suspends that, that, them. Fine. So so he'll he'll suspend somebody, and you gonna have to live with that. He's not gonna do that. He's not gonna turn. He's not overturning no calls. Like like I forgot who was that talking that said you know they gotta live with the call. 
because they had chances to win the game. That's 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 what it boils down to. They got they got the ball first in overtime and they lost. Facts. That's facts. That, that, I mean, period. So I mean, my thing is, ain't nothing getting overturned. Yes, it was a horrible missed call. It's horrible missed call on Sunday, every Monday in every sport. So I mean, we that's as, as fans, we got to live with that. The and check this out playing, too. Of course, they pissed off. And check this out too. What if it don't go your way? Okay, it go to the commissioner. I mean, the commissioner, whatever. Um, what if it don't go your way? Then what? I mean, he yeah, don't seem what? like the brightest tool in the shed. You know what I'm saying? I mean, what y'all gonna say then? Y'all gonna be like, well, he got too much power. Now it's gonna be the next argument. He already has too much power. So what's the difference if he if he you know takes that over? He already has more power than any other commissioner in all the major sports. So what's what's the difference? I think I think y'all let New York deal with that. You let Dean Blandino and all the the, the honchos down there in New, New York buzz the rough and be like, look, we gotta look at this play again right here. Like you let them do that. You okay, know what but saying? do you because agree that it, it should be done right then and there, and we shouldn't have this talk days it, after the game? Me, you know what I'm saying? To me, yeah, it has to be done. Like that call right there, they could get a buzz from New York, just like in college, they get a buzz from the booth. On questionable calls, you know what I'm saying? I mean, like scoring plays and and change of possession, that type of stuff. Like the ref, you missed that call. You gotta be because here's the truest thing, dog. And I ain't gonna lie to y'all. The one thing I dislike about the ref referees, how you can't criticize them in public or you get fined. Like dudes lose jobs and dudes lose uh, a hit on their legacy off of missed calls and things like that that we all know. Yo, that shouldn't have went down like that. Yeah, and that's the like, biggest thing I heard I'm, today was with Drew Brees and his legacy because like he could have, you know, what I'm saying possibly won another. Super and it's two Bowl, years in a row for Saints fans, so you understand right. why they pissed. It's two years in a yeah. row. Let, not not a yeah. call, but something miraculous happened. Like the Vikings. You know, I don't want to hear him cry neither. Nah, football that Hawk. I don't want to hear him cry neither. <laughs> hey, he had hey, plenty hey, of time hey, to, uh, to throw hey, too. Hey, he cut throwing hey. lick yesterday. And everybody hey, want to talk hey, about some, oh, hey. oh, he's, you know, this, this, and this. If he honestly, if old boy would have turned around, it would have been a pick. Then what? It, it, it don't hey. matter, man. You can't. Y'all, come on, man. Y'all get, y'all, y'all playing too much with these refs, whatever. They still had a chance to, uh, they still had a chance to win the game. The defense still had a chance to stop the yep. Rams from scoring. And they didn't they stop did. him. So that's good. They did. And that's where it goes. They had a chance. They had a chance. They had a chance. Well, are we out here? I was about to, I was about to go way left, and I caught myself. I, caught myself. <laughs> I was about to talk about R. Kelly his situation, but it's, it's too early. <laughs> you wasn't nerdy, because I was about to go way left to try to make a point. I was like, nah, can't do that today. So you you got me right there, cause woo, I had I had a nice rebuttal, but the world ain't ready for that rebuttal. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> You're right. You're right. <laughs> hey man, but we're gonna break down the game right quick, and then we go to New Orleans. I mean, uh, the Patriots game because that was a good game. So basically, this game, the Rams demonstrated again that that defense comes to play. Um, we saw what they did to Zeke in the running game with the Cowboys. The Saints, they they had no running game and they couldn't throw the ball like that either because, I mean, Drew Brees, what did he throw for? Let's see, two forty eight, two forty nine, two touchdowns, and 
Two touchdowns, an interception. Ingram had 31 yards to lead the Saints. Kamar had 96 yards. All they had was Kamar coming out the backfield. Ted Ginn made one big catch. Uh, Michael Thomas, for his trash-talking self, was limited to 36 yards. It's a whole different issue when you got the change snatcher back there where Oakland's finding. So, um, that's what it was, yeah. man. The Rams defense been coming to play. And then they've been running so, the football and it balances in, in the playoffs. Yeah. Go ahead. So, in the play, the playoffs, the Rams defense is what we thought they were going to be healthy coming into the season. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. With those two shutdown corners, you know what I'm saying? And and if people people were running on them because Wade Phillips had to change, you know, and give more help to his secondary and, and not be able to go, man, you know what I'm saying? That's why yesterday yep. Kamara with, with 11, 11 uh, receptions out the backfield, like that's totally yeah, different. But Michael Thomas was shut down, though, you know what I'm saying? So so it's different when he, you can focus on, you know what I'm saying, that one guy, you know? And, I mean, that, that I, I thought going into this season, if the Rams were healthy like they are now, they had the best defense. Yeah. There you, you go. Health at the right time. They got healthy yeah. at the right time. They set the New Orleans Saints down to under 300 yards of total offense. I don't want the referee in this discussion to take away from how great that defense played versus a high-octane offense known as the New Orleans Saints. To yes, hold sir. them under the 300 yards of total offense, that's going to get the praise because they had a defensive front that can make you one-dimensional. And then that same defensive front can get to the quarterback and make things very uncomfortable because they get pressure in your face. Not off the edges. Yep. They get pressure up in your face where the quarterback can't climb the pocket. And that's why I've been really impressed with the Rams since they got to the playoffs because we're talking about a young coach in McVay, a young. Uh, so here's the thing. The two quarterbacks that I say were, what I was teasing and say they were bust, Teams then went to the Super Bowl back to back years. Wentz, when we got the Wentz, they got to the Super Bowl last Jared year and won. And now Jared Goff, they both gonna play Brady. You know the greatest of his era. So um, it's just a testament, man, to how Sean McVay fell into a good ass team. Though I, I just want to throw that out there to you, Javale. He fell hey, into hey, a good ass hey, team. Hey, Hawk, I, Hawk, no, he, I, hey, I heard he that did, bro. Just now, bro. No doubt. I heard you. Hey, but Hulk, what, what, <laughs> I, what I what I will say. Oh, I'm. Yeah. I, I heard you, you heard Hulk, the great the greatest of his era. Y'all got to listen era. to Hulk. Yeah. Man. He be throwing he be throwing shots in here. <laughs> I threw a shot so Javale could get it, and then I threw another one, so they had to think about oh, yeah. it. No, no. I mean, <laughs> I, I think I think Brady. I'm not even gonna say the greatest of the era. I mean, you know, when when it comes to when it comes to what what a, a legacy is, I mean, people always say stats lie, but, you know, I think when it comes to a career, you got to go by the production on the field. And what Brady, what Brady has done, it, it, it has to be the greatest we've ever seen at the quarterback position. It has to be. Mm-hmm. And, it, it and, don't have and to especially – For this long. It yeah, and especially with quarterbacks, uh, quarterbacks more than anything – People look at rings because that's the biggest determiner of the Hall of Fame. Because quarterbacks like Dan Marino, you know what I'm saying, and the the discussion with Phillip Rivers this year, you can put up great numbers, but if you don't have those rings, people don't give you that respect. And I feel Man. a quarterback like Tony uh, Troy Aikman, Troy Aikman's numbers are not great. He just had a great supporting cast and a great team. You know what I'm saying? Like if if you look at Tony uh, uh, Troy Aikman's stats, his numbers. Don't blow you. They don't. They don't blow anybody out of the water. But he was on. He had Emmitt and Michael Irvin and Novacek and probably the greatest offensive line on one team for six, seven years in a row. You know what I'm saying? 
So it's a it's a lot of variables that you have to look at, you know what I'm saying, when it comes to greatness. But I believe that other than Randy Moss and Gronk, Tom Brady has not had any passing options that were just don't don't Stop get it. on Dion Branch, bro. You know Dion what I'm saying? Branch. Yeah, you, 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 you said Dion Branch. Listen, listen, listen. You got to forget about all. all. He got he got some of the best slot receivers. He's had some of the best slot receivers in the NFL. So is Julian yeah. Edelman going to the West Hall of Walker? Fame? Wes Walker. Wes Walker. What I'm saying, but you you can't say they're the best. What does that but even you can't mean? Say the best. You can't say they're the like, best. You can't say they're the best. You can't say they're the best. The comment he just made that's, that's was, I mean, I, I, I see a lot of catches that say he, I mean, I, got, I see a lot of catches that say he deserved to be in there. You know you, what I'm saying? You love, you, love, you love stats. So let's go to their stats if you want to do that. You love right. numbers. Right. Okay, so let's go to their numbers. Okay, let's, what, what, their numbers aren't Hall of Fame numbers. numbers. Okay. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Sure about that? I, but yeah, so you can't say they're the best of all times or some of the best I, if their numbers don't stack up to the best. You just said pull up that he has had some of the best. And pull up, pull up Julian Edelman. Pull up mm-hmm. Wes Walker and pull up Julian Edelman right now, son. Mm-hmm. Sean, tell you. Hulk got his laptop in front of him. I, I can go, I can go load mine up, but I know, I know Hulk yeah. sitting in front of his. So, so, so no, with Julian no, Edelman, no, hold on. Hold on, hold on. When when Wells Walker was a part, like here's here's the thing, Javelle, and you made some great points. I don't want that to get lost in anything. Because was good. So check this out. You, you in your diatribe, you said one of the key things I think and helped your argument with discrediting Troy Aikman because you talked about Emmitt Smith, Novacek, great offensive line. But th- but when you when you said offensive line, you said great. You used the word great because for everything you just used to diss Troy Aikman. You kind of give ammunition to the other side because we look at that continuity, that 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 major factor in all of Tom Brady's rings is a great what? Tight end. I, 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 I don't, I don't think great. his offensive line is great. I think their coach no, 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 is great. No, not, I mean, thank you, thank you, thank you. The coach. And, yeah, their coach. We, so, so when we talk about how when Belichick we talk about how, anybody. Hold on, hold on, anybody on the offensive line, and they, they it works. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me finish. Let me finish. That lets you and 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 they put they put people in position to be successful. That's how good of a coach he is. All right. Here's the biggest telling stat, and somebody in the background like making hella noise. Um, That's me. That's me. Go ahead. Oh. Go ahead. So so <laughs> here's the thing that jumped out to me a lot about Tom Brady when people try to make a point for his him being the goat the greatest of all time. They always diss his, he don't have receivers, right? He don't have receivers. He don't have this. And I'd be saying to myself, are receivers not open when he throw the ball to them? Are they covered and he throw them open or are they open? Well, I, think it, you know, I think it's scheme, Hope. Bro, I think it's are scheme, they open? Man. Are they, you are they still got to get open in the scheme. You still got to get open Element is always open, just like Wes Welker was always open. They always they open find him even zone. when he had two tight ends. When he had well, okay, okay, and I, I Aaron agree. Hernandez, I understand open. your point. I understand your right, point. So how many of these receivers? How many of these receivers do anything before or after they get to the Patriots? Other than Randy Moss, 
Oh, how, many that these receipt, how many of these receivers are game changers on any other team? Wes Welker did. That, 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 that debunks that. Wes Welker did. Wes Welker? Okay. Yes, he did. But that's on, yes, that's, he did. That's the only one you can name, right? Okay. Uh, that was the big okay, name, that was, too. That was, that was with Peyton Manning. Everybody else was out of the league, bro. Everybody else. Oh, my God, dog. But you can't have caveat. So what has Brady done away from New England Patriots? But you, he, he hasn't been on any other team. All right, then. Okay. Most of these receivers ain't been on any other team. They out the league when they done. Yeah, well, I mean, what are we doing winning, right I mean, the goal, goal is getting the championship. I mean, what else is oh, there to play thing, for after you've been there multiple times? Here's the thing that, I, that, I, that I'm trying to, trying to explain is when we talk about – you just talked about Troy Aikman. You discredit him because of the greatness around him. But the greatness around Brady, we use that to elevate him. But I don't like look don't, at it greatness because I look at great uh, – there, there's good players – there are above average players, there's Pro Bowl players, and then to me a great player in the NFL is Hall of Fame. And Troy Aikman has had Hall of Fame players all around him, offense and defense. The the team Troy Aikman, Troy Aikman had one Hall of Fame receiver. I said again, I said, I said team around him. Running back, so wide Brady, receiver, so, lineman, so the Patriots team is ass. The Patriots team is ass. I didn't say that. See, I'm hoping you putting words in my mouth. I didn't say that. But so how, what many other, how many other offensive weapons has Tom Brady had that's been a Hall of Famer other than Randy Moss? So and Corey Dillon not nice? Corey he's not a Hall of Famer. He's not a Hall of Famer. I see what he's doing. I see what he's doing. I'm trying to make a point. I'm not trying. I'm not trying. I'm not trying. And I know the point you're trying to make because it's the most elementary point there is. You're using – if you have so many greats, Players, then it makes it somebody's easier. doing more with it less. It makes it easier. What's, what's no, it better? makes it easier. What's more dangerous, scheme or players? Oh, it depends. Because Bill, Bill Belichick has a scheme; he doesn't have to have great players. So I don't, I, I don't, I don't agree oh, with that. Thank, all you, the time. thank you, Javale. Thank you, Javale. Don't talk no more. Don't talk no more. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> So, I mean, you can say the same thing about the 49ers with uh, Joe Montana. He had great players around him. JaVale, JaVale, you just just said something that hurts your whole argument. You said he got a scheme where you don't need great players. You just said it. I didn't say that. Right, but but he has done it without great players. The Cowboys didn't do it. You You can't make that argument. The Cowboys didn't do it without great players because they had great players. They had multiple... Uh, a, a Hall of Famer. So how can you 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 can't differentiate that? You just said well, Belichick don't need players. He got a scheme. Right. You said that. I didn't. I understand that. I I I, I know I said that. I, that's why I think what Brady has done is more impressive <laughs> because he hasn't had great players around him. He hasn't had his scheme. I, 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 I understand. And I, I'm agreeing with you. Because so Josh McDaniels also shows you that you don't need Pro Bowlers to be highly successful, right? It's not Josh McDaniels. That's oh, Belichick. Shit. Belichick. Belichick oh, was still shit. successful. Belichick went to the Browns. I mean, I mean, the reason Belichick went without Josh McDaniels as the offensive coordinator. When Josh McDaniels left, did they win a ring after that? Nope. Well, he was with the Broncos two or three years. They didn't go to the Super Bowl at all. Did they we, win we when Josh McDaniels left? They did not I, win the Super Bowl. Again, I, uh, I'm not you saying winning. I'm just did they, did they you go? Just to do, you just try to do it with other players when they left the pages. What did they do? So what did they do when Josh left them? What they what did they win a ring? Nothing. 
It's like what people say okay. when people say, "Hey, hey Captain, it's, it's forty on the line." It's forty. It's it's forty, 40 on the right line. Here. Yeah, he right here. And that's I want to talk to my Patriots. He and he's the biggest Patriots fan I know. That's my man. I want to hear his opinion. What? So forty gonna make me like gonna hush me? I didn't say he's gonna make you change. I didn't say he's gonna make you change. He just work just like you. He get this work just as much as you. Man, I don't duck no one. You can't tell. I don't care. I don't care. I didn't say you was ducking nobody. I said I want somebody else's opinion. I said I want somebody else's opinion. You want to co-sign and save your ass right now because you said I don't need you to save me. Allow. You can't give me no other Hall of Famers. You can't give me no other Hall of Famers. You cannot you give me no other Hall of Famers that Tom Brady me. had other you than Randy Moss. So, you just yeah, helped me. So, you helped me. Whatever. So, 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 so how, how many? So let me. Let me. How many? How many Hall of Famers? How many? How many Hall of Famers don't got rings? But they they not great because they don't got rings, right? Other than quarterbacks, I, in the Hall of uh, again, and I preface that at uh, first by saying quarterbacks. Nice. I said Jeez. quarterbacks <laughs> are judged on rings. Now, that's what I said. You brought out motherfucking I, I, Corey Dillon. I, you think Corey Dillon was a great player? Are you serious? He was great with the Patriots. I'm just saying. He was great Come on, with the man. And he was great. And he was good when he was with the Bengals. I mean, yeah, like he was trash. He won't. I'm just saying. And then for you to say how Julian Edelman isn't a, uh, isn't a, a, a Hall of Famer, I mean, I hate to say it. I hate to say it. Come on, man. Come on, man. I don't listen. Hey, different. You want to know something that's so brilliant? A bubble Hall of Famer like a Chad Johnson couldn't even get on the field with a scheme like the Patriots. That lets you know right there. That scheme probably real good. He couldn't even get on the field. Mm-hmm. Also, hey, Hawk, I'll put it to you like this because I mean, I had to give it up to Tom Brady yesterday. I don't really, you know what I'm saying? This is the second time I had to give it up to him after the whole Atlanta fiasco. But the thing is like this. Tom Brady had a, a system put around him, right? Starting with the system. The system was pretty much carrying them. It was, you know, for him to come in and be able to take Bledsoe's spot. As you see mm-hmm. through the years, you start to see him perfected. He doesn't have the gifts as other quarterbacks may have, but the one gift that makes that system work is the fact that he gets rid of the ball so fast. He has the critical mm. release I've ever seen. And that's what makes him different from everybody else. He not he not he not gonna run out of the pocket too much. But mm-hmm. even with the offensive line, it works that he doesn't have the greatest offensive line if the ball is coming out two to three seconds. They're not running um long routes. He was throwing long routes with um with Randy Moss because yeah, they had better protection than he could. But I mean, even still when you have the system that he has I mean, a lot of the a lot you gotta think a lot of the long plays that they actually have is after the catch. It's never like a bomb, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. I mean, especially for they had Brandon Cooks last year, so um, his, and they let him scheme, go. So his scheme and the team you go to, especially as a quarterback, more than any other position, maybe seventy-five to eighty percent of of how your career will your career will play out. The Aaron Rodgers is on. If Aaron, it's up if to a coach too, but if Aaron Rodgers is up to a coach Because Jared, Jared Goff, Jared Goff was straight ass with with Jeff Fisher, and everybody but thought Jeff, he was going to be a. It's been a documented buck. that Jeff Fisher was ass. <laughs> it was except, documented. Except, except here's, Steve McNair. Here's the thing, and Vince. Here's the thing. Um, 
coaches a coach's job is to see what your player does best, what their strengths are, and build a, a, around that, especially at quarterback. You build a system around what your quarterback does great and stay away from what he struggles at. Tom Brady is a is a guy that can hit mesh routes, can hit elbow routes, swing routes, angle routes, um, digs. He's a guy that's a that's a that's a midfield surgeon. Like he could kill you in between hashes, outside the numbers. He all the short throws he'll kill you on that. Tom is not a deep ball thrower because he's never truly been asked to always sit back there and throw deep. Like you just said with Randy Moss, they started letting it go. They had the matchup. Cool, but. It just amazes me how, and to me, I don't see nothing wrong with that. I think Josh McDaniels and them are, are excellent in what they do with Tom because they understand what Tom likes. Tom wants to get the ball out quick so he don't get hit. Tom understands that when you get the ball out quick, you got a Joey Bosa saying, damn, dog, hold him to the ball longer than that. that. That's, no, I'm not knocking none of that. But I just find it funny how it's not the same for every quarterback because we call a lot of quarterbacks dink and dunkers. But you don't hear that about system quarterback. You say system yeah, well, quarterback. System. Everybody's a I mean, part I, of a system. But the system should be built around what you do. Yeah. I mean, Joe yeah, Montana had a whole system Boston, built around him. Yeah. Thank you. Joe Montana had a system built for him. But the West Coast uh, offense, the West Coast offense is thinking dunk. That 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 the West Coast offense is what yeah. Hulk just said. Between the numbers, between the hashes, five to ten yards, quick releases, hands, yeah. like not even seven-step drops, three, five-step drops. That's what Joe Montana done. If you look at it back in the back in the day, John Taylor and Jerry Rice, they weren't going long. They were catching yeah. five to ten-yard routes and turning them into 60, 70, 80-yard touchdowns. Like, that's, yeah. that's what the West Coast offense is. Yep. Hey, yeah, but we got to start with the whole system what? quarterback thing. Cause, I mean, I mean yeah. go ahead. I was going to say, yeah, we got to start with this whole system quarterback thing because, like, like I said, like, talent only gets you but so far. And honestly, if, the, if like I said, what, what, are, what is Peyton Manning and um, Tom Brady best beat you at? They beat you pre-snap. And, they're like I said, they're the quickest at getting the ball out fast. A lot of these guys now, they hold on to the ball too long, results in them getting sacked. I mean, they, he talked about how Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers would be a beast in that system. But the problem with I don't think that would work because because he's so talented, Aaron Rodgers holds the ball too long and he wants those big splash plays. I agree you with know? that too. Tom Brady yep. don't care I about that. that. I agree with I that. Agree with hey, you. Hulk, I got I got I got two questions and then I, I'm a, I'm gonna be quiet until you get to the next game. When it comes, we on to, the Patriots uh, game. Okay, okay. So when it comes to uh, Josh McDaniels. Do you think that he regrets not taking the coach job last year because he thought Andrew Luck wasn't going to be back to Andrew Luck's form this year? And uh, when it comes when it comes to quarterback when it comes to quarterbacks, other than and and I we're gonna when I'm I'm, I'm prefacing Tom Brady and probably to the bull. Aaron Rodgers. Have you? Do you know another quarterback who you would say that's top? Let's just throw a ballpark figure ten all time. Other than Dan Marino, has there ever been a quarterback who hasn't had a bona fide Hall of Fame wide receiver? Nick Foles. 
No, 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 no. Listen, listen, you missed the question. You missed the question. <laughs> he said, has there ever been a quarterback that didn't have a bona fide Hall of Fame wide receiver? A, a top he 10 said quarterback. Top 10, though. He a said top, top 10, 10 quarterback. Though. Well, um, Donovan Nabb, earlier years, he had Freddie Mitchell. We're not and, talking uh, about earlier years, Pinkston. bro. We're not talking about earlier years. I'm just talking about in general. We're talking about top 10 overall. So, that's overall. a good question. Um I because mean, other than Dan Marino, he had Mark Marino had Mark Clayton. Dupas. He went and, to he went four times to the NFC Championship with nobody until he got to you. To was only there one year. Andy Reid's a great yeah, offensive mind. Andy Reid's a great offensive mind, brother. Yeah, his great offensive mm. mind ass ain't been to the damn Super Bowl but once. He saw that yesterday with his great offensive mind ass ain't giving defense mean, a break. Because he, he, <laughs> I'm just, yeah, I understand, oh, but he, time out. hey, Belichick Bella, Bella is a great, great coach, man. They do. Man, you know what? They do. I'm I agree you, with you. I'm, okay. I'm, I'm glad okay, you so, I'm okay, glad okay, you Hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay, before you go there, answer my questions first. I'm about to. Before you go there. Okay, I'm sorry. My bad. My bad, Hawk. My bad, <laughs> no, 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 I'm not excited. I'm not excited. I'm not excited. The microphone. So, uh, Josh McDaniels, I don't think he regretted because for the simple fact is he understood. Somebody cut the uh, radio down in the background. Um, he under, he Look, man, the Patriots is the perfect situation for him. You feel what I'm saying? Like, everything's set in place. The organization does a great job of drafting, developing guys. And even though Andrew Luck is healthy – he still would have to come through New England. You don't leave the greatest of his era to go with a gamble and Andrew Luck, in my opinion. And to answer your second question, I mean, Aaron Rodgers and Dan Marino, only two guys I could think about without uh, off the top of the dome. Warren Moon have any Hall of Fame receivers? Uh, He's not here. Yeah, what's my man uh... – yeah, one of what didn't the, didn't the dude who went to uh, Buffalo play with Warren Moon before he went to Buffalo? I man, I'm you know I, I didn't hear about it too many people, so sometimes I forget. Now um, actually, I think I think uh, I, I don't think he even went, but um yeah, I forgot the little light skin dude with the Jerry curl. He wasn't. <laughs> he, was, uh, he definitely not in the Hall of Fame. And he likes no, he, oh, he, he, made, no. he made it two years he made it two years ago, but he wasn't on oh, what I'm talking about. He made it uh, from Buffalo. No, Andre Rising. I mean, I'm uh, not Andre Rising. Motherfucker, what? Andre, uh, oh, 83. Man, Reed played with Warren Moon? No, no, no. The other, Lofton did. James Lofton did. Not Reed, yeah. I don't think Lofton made the Hall of Fame. But, yeah, uh, uh, Lofton played think, with, with Tennessee before he went to Buffalo. I don't know. I don't think, I don't think Warren Moon. And then you got Drew Brees. I don't think Drew Brees will have a Hall of Fame receiver. That's a, that's a good point. That's a good point. That's only one that I can think of. Joe Horn was like that, though. But, I mean, I guess, you yeah, know, he's not really the Hall of Fame. Yeah. Um, damn, yeah, that's, that's a great question, though, that's, that's that's something that somebody we could really dive into and and, and, and see about. But you got to think, too. A lot of these guys, that's not even a fair question, because a lot of these wide receivers, wide receivers come and go. They burn out. And <clears> even still, like, point. you got to understand, everybody got a Hall of Fame talent. Josh Gordon had a Hall of Fame talent. But when it comes to the wide receiver position, the Hall of Fame voters are stricter on that position maybe than any other. It takes <laughs> wide receivers years, whether it's Chris Carter, Art Monk. Like, you got to be special to go in your first two or three years on the ballot. 
Like some guys take 10, 15 years. You know what I'm saying? I gotta, so like, I got this. I got to so I got this for you, Javel. Do if we took Randy Moss, New England Patriot years off off his resume, will he still be a Hall of Famer? Yes, sir. What he did with so the Vikings. So do we count Tom I mean, Brady? So so we can actually kind of put Tom Brady in there, unless you count Gronk as a tight end that's that's a Hall of Famer. But I mean, he was there with Brady a little bit, but they didn't win rings. Right. No. 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 Yeah. I, I mean, I, I. But see. But see. To me, like I said, quarterbacks is different because quarterbacks touch the ball every play. Like, even even if, even if even if it doesn't go, if it's a pass play, it doesn't go to wide receiver. It's still a back out of the backfield or a tight end. So Brady still hey, gets his said numbers. You- Forty said you look, you you slow. You always bring something to the table we don't we don't even think about. <laughs> hey, yeah, Forty don't want to call in. I, I and I, and I told him. I told him. Let me get back to my screen. Man, Forty told him. Man, he, man. Forty said he don't want to come in because he cursed too much. He called people. He called yeah, in, my man. Yeah. Called my dog. Because my I'm, dog, I'm, I'm uh, not. I'm not. I'm not biased. Idiot right now. He called him. Bowman, Bowman, right Bowman, Bowman is biased. Bowman. Hey, Bowman's hey, a fake ass. Bowman's a fake ass Redskin fan, so I can't Ooh. wait till till Tom Brady fucking retires, and we'll see how much of a, a Patriots fan he is. Oh, hey, hey, Hulk, well, I mean, hey, Hawk, Mellow, I mean, Mellow, Mellow Chicago, Chicago Hawk. Because your boy, um, Mellow, your boy Mellow Bob in Chicago. Tom Brady. Yeah, I heard Tom he got Brady released all right. Messed that whole system up. You said what? Were you? I said Tom Brady messed that whole thing up because Guapolo is supposed to be the heir apparent. That's what Bill Belichick was going to move along with. He got the same agent, so, too. Tom Brady's smart. He got the same agent. Go get that yeah. money. Double dip. Um, But Melo got Rocky, released, I heard, already. And I heard he got oh, released. he got released already? Oh, yeah. I, I, unless Wet was lying. Nah, Is that the truth? They agreed to deal. Hold on. Tell me. I hope he didn't get released. Yeah, they Please, said they're they going to trade They said they gonna trade a waiver. Damn. Can we trade a waiver? Man, we can't even have they a mellow celebration. play a game for the Bulls. Yeah, I mean, he's going to go to L.A. <laughs> yeah, he's he, he going he gonna to go play with Bron, cuz. He's going to play with Bron. Man, I ain't trying to hear all that, man. I'm mad, man. I ain't talking no more. How we going to cut hey, mellow just Speaking, that, speaking of being mad, because hey, I got to hey, I gotta do some damn. cooking real quick. Hey, hold on, hold go on, ahead. hold on. Hold your bell, because I got to get go it ahead. hard. <laughs> hey, man, I heard I heard your little uh your little soliloquy. About the uh, Duke and and BA, right? <laughs> so I just want to say go. you was real light when talking about Zion. Talking about yeah, you know they got dunked on the other side. <laughs> they came back and dunked on the other dude. No, your boy got shacked on. Sean Kemp, Charles Barkley. Like, come on, man. How, how you gonna just say how? How, bro? Oh, no. You know he got no, dunked no, on harder than no, you just no, say he no, got no. dunked on. Oh, come no. on, man. No, 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 no. I'm not. I, <laughs> you're a UVA fan, but come on, man. We had, we had technical difficulties. What did you say? What, what did you just say? I couldn't hear What did you say? What did you say? I couldn't hear you because my, my yeah, sound effects yeah, uh-huh. don't know. What happened? <laughs> what happened, yeah, man? I, yeah, what happened? I, I hear you. I, I hear you. I, hear, I see what you're doing, huh? It's oh, okay. Oh, like, when he jumped on, when he jumped on J-Huff? With the AM one, when he got fouled on the wrist and he still muscled it down and fell down and got up and not needed yeah. jump in the celebration, yeah, he what? got us. Hey, yeah, he had to not. You, you, he had to not hey, need you, a Duke, you a Duke fan? You a Duke fan, homie? No, he a North Carolina fan. <laughs> oh, 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 really? Oh, so why why are you even talking to, about us? 
Damn, he left? Cricket. What the yeah, hell? <laughs> nah, he a Duke fan. Nah, he a Duke fan. He a Duke fan. Oh, is he? he? Oh, yeah, man, that's, oh, fuck. I mean, hey, you call uh, hey, Hawk, yeah, hey, I've been, I've been dealing with that, Hawk, but you know what I tell them, man, like, I take, I take, and I saw you talking to a couple of people, I ain't chime in, but I take that respectively, because, you know, they, they excuse is, oh, we lost our point guard, and woo, 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 bruh, if you got the top three players in the country last year, it don't matter if one player or two players down, you should still be able to beat us, right? And we played our worst game of the year Saturday. We were three for seventeen from three, and we aver- we averaged nine and a half a game. And the first <clears> half, they the first half they got offensive rebounds, which we don't allow. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But our pace, our pace of play is what makes our system work. Offense and defense. If people say we can't score, whatever, whatever, man, we we've proven that we can score. And we held Duke to seventy two points and they averaged like ninety three or ninety four a game. You know what I'm saying? So I, I I don't I don't I don't get in I don't get into these Duke fans because they was much more happier about them beating us <laughs> than, than they've been about any team in a long time. So it lets me know that they were they worried about us. <laughs> like we are hey. a there right now. Hey, forty says stop hogging the line talking this BS you talking. <laughs> oh yeah. I, I had a bad part. But you know, no, Forty Duke so you know no, he's coming for you. Yeah, he, that's what I'm saying. He he loved that. He loved that Patriots and roll up into the Duke conversation. But I mean, hey, it's clear, man. You know what I'm saying? Hey, and, and but what? And that game, but, that but, game helped us more than it hurt. Than it hurt. You know what I'm saying? We we lost and still moved up. And I don't. I yeah, hate the AP. We we talked about that the other day when me and you was talking privately. I, I I really don't like the AP poll because that's straight. But that's basically ESPN poll. That's that's all bias. You know what I'm saying? I rather the coaches aren't biased. They have no and and the thing I like about the coaches, especially with the ACC, is Bayheim is our representative, and him and Coach K are tight. They coach on the USA team. They tight, and he still feels that Virginia is a better overall team than Duke. You know what I'm saying? I don't. I, that that the AP poll is straight money. ESPN, just like these guys get drafted in the NFL and NBA because of what the ESPN reporters say. I mean, it's it's junk, but it's good. It's it's all good. Duke is Duke, and I don't take nothing from them. No, I don't take anything from them at all. You know what I'm saying? But they say I got so many people tell me how did Virginia move up and they lost, but we lost to the number one team in the country by two points in their house, and we crushed a top ten team in Virginia Tech, and Duke lost to Syracuse, who was unranked. And only fell back one spot, so that lets everybody know that their win against Virginia was much, much more than our loss to them. Yeah, they got a lot of respect for it. Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying. I mean, it, it, it's crazy, bro. And that was our worst game of the year Saturday. Oh, that was our worst game of the year, and we lost by two points. By two. But points. you know what? Happened? You know, I, I will say this. I said this on the podcast. It just shows you that. That boy's a damn avatar. You could do oh, as yeah. much as you want to do defensively and be sound, but once that fool say, I'm going to the cup, he going to get to the cup. And all he got to hey, do is I throw think, it on the rim because his second jump is as quick as somebody's first jump. I think, Jones, I think Jones being out actually helped them in the fact that because uh, Barrett and Zion – 
they were having to slash out on the perimeter almost every possession. And the, those mm-hmm. are those quick threes that we usually take. And that big body and that wingspan, like, that threw <laughs> us off, like, big time. It happened on multiple multiple possessions. You know what I'm saying? And, I mean, it, it is what it is. And Duke was playing up. That's why I was upset when they lost to Syracuse on last Monday because they they came to play. You know what I'm saying? They was they was probably looking forward to Saturday's game. You know what I'm saying? Hey man, but they, New Kryptonite gonna be anybody that run a zone on them, dead them to shoot. I mean, I just keep it a stat. Duke is not they, a they great. Not, they can't. They they not a jump shooting team. But they got some damn flashes and scores. So if you play man to man, you better pick your damn poison because it's hard to play man to man versus them yeah. all game long. And, and, and that's what Beheim. That's what Beheim killed them on their zone because they can't shoot. They can't shoot from the perimeter. They're athletes. They're not jump shooters. Yeah. And then back, we see that all the time. Basketball got to do is be his athlete. And no, hey, look, yeah. Zion going to go left. Giving the ball on the right wing, he's going to dribble one time with that right hand, cross over to the left. And once he take one yep. step, I dare somebody get in his way because he's going to jump over your ass. Yep. And he shows you. And, I mean, the kid, and, the kid not just going to settle for jumpers. So you got to get that dude that in that aspect. Zion is not going to be influenced by you back and all. Like, if you play him like you played Ben Simmons, he gonna eat that. He gonna eat that cushion up. He just gonna drive to the oh, cup yeah. on you. You know what I'm saying? Oh, That's yeah. one thing I respect about the young blood is that even R.J. Barrett, he didn't. He just said, you know what? Kihei on me. I'm taking him all the way to the cup. I know he's a good defender, but I'm longer than him. I'm athletic. Right. I'm gonna take my chances, and, and I respect. That's why I ain't bitch about losing that game because Duke didn't fall into the jump shooting spell that we always want them to. They went to the cup. Well, I was, they did what they had to do. I wasn't. I wasn't upset. I wasn't upset about that, man. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I, I obviously I wanted us to win, but I mean, I, I wanted a loss. I didn't want it to come to Duke or Carolina or Tech. I can say that. But I mean, yeah. As I told you last at the end of last season, I'm not about regular season no more. Like I'm used. To, I, I expect this right now. You know what I'm saying? Us being top five, ten. I expect that. As long as Bennett is still on the sideline, but, I mean, a loss is a loss, man. You know what I'm saying? People upset about why, why, how did we move up? What We weren't the only top four, five team that lost. Michigan lost to a Wisconsin yeah. team we already beat. <laughs> we already beat, we already beat Wisconsin. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? And, and it's, it's just, I, I just don't like the political aspect of the college athletics. You know what I'm saying? Because Duke losing to Syracuse, who was unranked, they should even if they beat us by two points, they should have dropped down to five or six. Syracuse was unranked. I, I think. Mean, I think. I think that this, what saved Duke is that they beat us. It balanced it out because we know in basketball, one loss doesn't dip you like in football. Basketball, they give you more right. leeway with a loss. Right, so right, right. that that truly helped them out. You know what I'm saying? Even it out, and then the loss. Who somebody? This who lost? Um, Michigan. Michigan, Michigan lost. Yeah, yeah. Michigan lost. Like so that's what I'm saying. Right, and that's what that's that's probably what bumped us up instead of staying at, at at four is because we beat Wisconsin. That's who beat Michigan. And not only that, Tech was a top ten team. We just, I mean, that wasn't even a game. Yeah, we dogged They them. was top ten. Yeah, we dogged them. You know what I'm saying? Them. And that's the other. And the other thing about Duke, the week before that, they lost. They almost lost to uh, Florida State, which we destroyed as well. So I mean, I mean, I, I, I just, I'm, I'm, I'm a much firm, more, I'm much more of a believer in the in the coaches' poll because they they don't have any bias, man. 
And the, the AP poll, you know, the, so, the, so you know what it is, Javel. Let's just keep it a stack. We not we not sexy. We not attractive. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, yeah. we're gonna I mean, go ahead and put it to bed. That's what it is. And in order for you, if you're the number one team, you got to be box office. It's like boxing. Either you're gonna be Floyd right. Mayweather or you're gonna be Andre Ward. Nobody right. wants to see Andre Ward fight, but he's just as good of a damn fighter as Floyd Mayweather. But his ass don't talk. He he don't he not controversial. So we're not gonna put you pound for pound. But as long as a little bald headed milk dud dude with all them cars and money active, we're gonna keep him number one because we know he gonna sell. Adrian <laughs> Broner, why is he on TV? Because he talking, he controversial, he sells, he's sexy. We like that. You know what I'm saying? So we just gonna call it and and and, and Duke box office. Do they show up like? They might lose, but damn it, their games ain't considered boring to the casual fan. Like, a casual fan cannot watch UVA. And I'm a UVA diehard, but a casual basketball play, a basketball fan yeah. is not going to like watching UVA at all. Because it ain't going to be no more than 60 points most of the yeah. time. 50, 50 on a real, real good night. Well, I you mean, know, you, you could say that before. You could say that before this season. This season we've been scoring points. This may yeah, I'm be talk, I'm 20 minutes best. I'm talking about. Oh, because, and, I, and I tell you one further: the Spurs, the Spurs in the NBA. Nobody. I mean, even though the Spurs was winning. I'll get it in the morning. Thank you. You feel what I'm saying? I'm like we always joke around, like the Kobe era, and I always say it was the Tim Duncan era. But I know why people call stuff the Kobe era because Kobe is the flashy one. Tim Duncan was born. Yeah. You know, with the Spurs. But look, look, I don't want to get sidetracked. I get you get a whole podcast is up right now, blog talk, iTunes. I got one last thing I want to talk about on the docket, and I saved the best for last. Tony Romo and his ability to see the damn future. <laughs> with that being said, with his ability to see the future doing games and be entertaining, I'm not knocking what he does. I think between Tony Romo and Charles Davis, that's two, two of the better color commentary guys out there. Not throwing shade at Aikman, Collinsworth, Phil Sims, and dudes of the OGs. So it's respect to them. Also, uh, Moose Johnson, Rondé, Barber, all, everybody that's a color commentary guy. But with Tony Romo, do y'all feel like he would be a good coach or is, that, or is the booth more his lane, staying in the booth and doing what he do? I think it I, mean, I think it'll depend on the system. I don't think I, I think I think it, it's gonna come down to the system. Yes, the system, yes. You talking about a head coach? You talking about a OC? Any, anything. The, anything. The, the system. Like I mean I mean as far as I, I think I think it depends on how much control he has. I think that's for Tony Romo. Like even when well, he's he, he 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 a great his, quarterback coach. They say he was the best quarterback coach that Dakota Prescott had. Maybe a quarterback coach. I mean, OC and DC is, is different, man, when you got to – you don't have no pressure when you're in the booth. You know what I'm mm. Like, I, mm-hmm. think that's, I think that's the thing people don't realize. Like, you don't have no pressure when you're up there. Mm-hmm. You're, not, you're not calling no plays. You're not going to give if, – if they run something totally – I think you on to like, something, bro. You know what I'm saying? Because here's, here's why I say I think you're on to something. Because one of my uh, coaches, former coaches in the Arena League, who was our D coordinator, um, he responded to one of my posts about Romo. And he was like, you know, it's one thing to guess what the play is going to be pre-snap when they come out of the huddle. But it's another thing to predict what the play is going to be when the guy, before they even break the huddle. Meaning, 
from the booth, you can you have time to look at the formation and say, oh, they're going to do this play versus calling the defense before they even break the huddle. Because you can't really scream out at your defensive players, hey, the draw coming, because a lot of them are not going to look at you, opposed to being in the booth. Because I run into that issue also. I could be on the sideline at UVA game, and I could say, oh, we're about to run this. Or, oh, that team going to run that. Somebody said, oh, you need to be a coordinator. I'm like, the hell no, I'm not, because I know I got to make that that <laughs> assumption 10 seconds earlier than before seeing the damn formation. You know what I'm saying? So I, and and I, I, I ain't want to make it seem like I'm throwing shade at Romo when I made the point. It's just that I got so many notifications, like, yo, Romo doing this, doing that, dog, doing this, doing that. I'm like, yeah, but I ain't impressed. And people are like, why are you not impressed? So I explained why I wasn't impressed, because a lot of players, we do that when yeah. we sit in the monkey tongue. You watch enough, if you watch enough film, it, it, it happens anyway. Yeah. And, and, Hulk, and Hulk, I, I saw I saw that you you uh you made that comment earlier how, you know, uh, you you got all I, I don't I don't have the the film the breakdown fans? that you have of yeah. UVA, but I got every game from this year D V R I go back and watch it, you know what I'm saying? That's what I do yeah. for the skins and red skins over the summer when there's no football I Go oh God damn! Game, we almost know? made a whole podcast about you saying. No, I'm Red just saying. Skin. Come on, man. I'm not. I'm not gonna. I'm. I'm just saying. I'm just giving an example, man. I'm just almost giving an example. It, you know what I'm saying? So, 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 what you said was right about how you know when you look at film, it's different than actually watching the game. But I, I understand yeah. that aspect too for for Romo. Um, but at the at the same time, you know, and and there's another thing like. For for the the captain or not even the captain, well whoever's calling the plays, whether it's a linebacker or whatever, you know what I'm saying? That that uh, communication goes out, right? At a, at a certain time, yeah. You yep. know what I'm saying? So you can't, you know what I'm saying? Seconds. Even with Romo, Romo's in the booth and he's up top and he can see all 22. You know what I'm saying? The 22 view and he can relay to us as 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 viewers what the play is going to be, but he's not going to be able to do that same thing to his mic or, or you know what I'm saying, his outside linebacker, whoever's calling the plays. You know what I'm saying? So I, yeah. I think that's that's yeah. totally, that's totally, totally different. Those seven, eight, nine, ten seconds, that, 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 that's a world of difference. You know what I'm saying? That's a world of difference. Yeah, and that's, yeah, so, and that's the point I was making because I didn't want, I didn't mean to cut you, but I didn't want people to, um, I didn't want people to, like, set this expectation on Romo and then if he ever did get back into coaching, and it doesn't work out the same. They diss him like we've been dissing Gruden. You feel what I'm saying? That's why I came out right. just like, look, man, there's a difference between being Nostradamus up in that booth because there is no consequences if he's wrong. If Romo says, hey, it look like they're going to do this and say to come down. If he's wrong, then he could say, oh, and he could think of this too. Like, I don't – I don't, Yeah, well, I know like, why they did that. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. I, ju- I just didn't want the damn hype. To see him die because he already died once by being a cowboy quarterback. <laughs> People hating he hating the cowboy. Like I was always a dude that all that spells I'll take up for him. Like Romo better than Troy Aikman. Like I always I've been saying he the best cowboy quarterback. Like when people say Aikman is, I'd be like drink to shut the hell up juice. Like Romo's better than Aikman. Like Romo he he was better than what a lot of people gave him credit for. Like he was asked to throw the ball like forty fifty times a lot. Before they finally got to run the game, and you saw how how better he was and how more efficient he was once they had to run the game. And God damn it, I'm saying good stuff about the Cowboys. Ain't this a bitch? First we talking about the Redskins, now I'm talking about the Cowboys and the good life. Anyway, anyway, 
But to to put it on wax, I do not hate Romo. I do not think Romo is not a great commentator. He's a great color commentator. I'm just saying, yes, it is impressive that he can guess the play before because it demonstrates that he takes this craft very seriously. A lot of the color commentary guys are dinosaurs, and they don't break down the film. They don't take those game plans and really study them. Romo shows that he pays attention to the game plan, to production meetings, and to the walkthroughs. He takes advantage of the access that he has granted before the game. That's why I love that Romo can guess the play because it's showing me he's doing his homework. And Troy Aikman and Chris Collinsworth and them need to step their game. I know Chris Collinsworth watched film. I don't want to throw him in it. He watched film. Hella film. I know he do for a fact. But Troy, uh, Troy Aikman be on that dust. I agree. I agree with it 100 percent, Hulk, and 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 not even not even Troy Aikman because I think I think Troy Aikman does a decent job. The only the only problem I have with with Troy Aikman, well, more so than Fox, is they put him mostly on Cowboys games. You know what I'm saying? That's 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 the that's the situation because Romo is on CBS, which before this year was strictly AFC, and this year because of the new. A contract with the TVs, like you know, AFC, NFC, they switch AFC. I mean, Fox and, and CBS all season. But the only thing that Troy Aikman does is, out of the sixteen game regular season, he does twelve, thirteen Cowboys games, and he's he's straight biased. And I understand he has a love for the Cowboys. It is what it is. But Romo is. And he really biased because he used to eat ass up. He used to eat Romo ass up. I don't know what it was. I, but I, I think I think that was because he loves the Cowboys. That's his team. But I think he doesn't like people saying that. Kind of what I said earlier. Like he he is what he is. But he has so much more talent around him than Romo had. And if that makes any sense, I think I think you know you know what I'm saying. I think I think it's a little. I don't know if jealousy is the right word, but you know I I, I think all that plays a factor because. Great athletes tend to be jackasses, basically, and you know what I'm saying. And they they have these personas and these auras about them that they think they're the greatest, regardless of the team or the you know what I'm saying, regardless of the era. Um, but yeah, and I definitely know, that's, think Romo, that's what made them successful too. That being an right. asshole is that mind yeah. over matter that that pours right. out that right. a lot of people hate. And I, and I don't I don't know what the what the money is, but I definitely think. I, I, I like I said I, I like I like Aikman I think he does a good job, other than him being on too many Cowboys games. But I really think Romo is good, and they are both a ten times better than Jason Witten. I don't know what the hell ESPN. Oh is, my God, Jason on Witten. Jason Witten. He is the worst. Like Jason Witten. You know who, Jason Witten is probably he, he's the worst. You know why he's so uh, bad, college commentator. You know why he's so bad? Because of Booger McFarlane. Because he be arguing with Booger ass all the time. <laughs> Booger got the job of a lifetime, bro. I, hey, I'm sorry, I can't the hit, best seat, I can't hit on you, I don't love to ride on that joint. Oh, my Dang. God. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. Booger McFarlane got a whole contraption. for You know, usually people who ride in that contraption are dudes who control the damn sideline camera. Yeah, or they, or, or, they the, or they got the sleeves on their arms for yeah. timeouts. <laughs> He got his own little contraption, look like a baby in a high chair, not the mama looking stuff. Not the mama. Hey, hey, he got he got one more year. He got one more year. If he if he has another year next year like this year, he's done on Monday night anyway. Hey man, I want look look. 
here, here's the thing. I just want one game to substitute for Boogerman falling because I don't want to say no Captain Obvious stuff like he be saying. And then he be arguing. They be arguing each other like, God damn, bro. Y'all ain't Shaq and Cole. I mean, Shaq and Charles. Yeah, yeah. They, they but, try to um, be on what's the area twenty one like KG like they try to they try to make that first take type of scenario on Monday Night Football. <laughs> but yeah, man. But back to Romo, man. Because you know a lot of fans don't hear when you really praise somebody. I don't dislike Romo. Okay, so don't get my post misconstrued like I was throwing shade at Romo. I was just putting it in perspective. Me oh, personally, hey, Hulk, I see. I I'm saying it's time to go. I see. I see. I see the Miss Hawk got the eyes I, I know. That's the countdown. Yeah. That's like the, that's the old cat clock that used to be on Big Mama wall. Yeah. That used to go from side yeah. to side. <laughs> hey, but uh, the, the, the talk about Romo should he go into coaching? Here's what I would do personally. I would stay in the booth because you get paid a pretty big. He get paid good, and um, the hours are less. And he can't be wrong. He can't get a win or loss record. You know what I'm saying? So that's yeah. me. What y'all think he should do? You think he should get back in the, co- get I, in the coaching or stay in the booth? I, I think he should stay in the booth. I mean, Tony Romo has a legacy, per se. He ain't never finished nothing, but <laughs> he had, he got a legacy. If he go on the sideline, all that's going to come in there. You know, oh, he couldn't even get it done on the field. Why are you going to bring him down? Yo, and he made the like, Super Bowl it's, it's a, as a commentator right now, too. Salute to yeah, Tony. That's, that's my thing. That's my so, thing. So, you, so if, you got, if, he, if he can make a Super Bowl right now after what two years in the booth, he's probably he's probably not going to be a Hall of Fame quarterback. And he's the best. He's considered the best at his profession. I feel like Charles Davis is right with him, but I, I don't argue. With somebody say um, Tony's the best because he's demonstrated. I love him because. He busts his ass to prepare for games. Both teams, he knows them inside and out. When you listen to what he says, he's educating and giving you a synopsis of top to bottom, what's going on in the thought process. So that's why I love when they bring in former, especially quarterbacks. And I'm not a quarterback, but when a quarterback is willing to go behind the mic, that lets you know how much they got to think about pre-snap. That when we say a quarterback's just trash, I'm like, by who's standing because them motherfuckers got to know a lot. And, you know, the, the, the one thing I say about Romo, and I like I said, I'm, I'm a Skins fan, but I think what he's done the past few years is great. But he reminds me a lot of John Gruden because John Gruden done the same thing. John Gruden was on top of oh, yeah. his game oh, yeah. when it came, you know what I'm saying? And I think, yep. I think that's how Romo modeled, you know what I'm saying, his color commentary after because John Absolutely. Gruden was doing the same thing. He was telling you, well, they're going to run this play. Uh, they're going to do this, or the blitz is coming from oh, here, or extra protection is coming from this side. Like, that's yes. that's, that's what he did. You know what I'm saying? That's what so I think, getting $100 million. I mean, <laughs> I, I can't, I you, you can't say that. Million. You can't say that. I never, hated yeah. on, I never hated on Gruden for taking that money, though. I could talk all the trash nah. I want. But they had a hundred yeah. million out there. Mm-hmm. I would have killed him if he yeah, wasn't taking that. it I too. Yeah. I would have made a video like but, you dumb as hell. Yeah, but so, I, I really, I, I really think, I really think Romo saw what Gruden done. You know what I'm saying? His last two or three yeah. years, and, and he, and he modeled his, he modeled himself after that. And I, I think he's on that level. I'm not, I'm not saying he's gonna get a hundred million because he's never been a head coach, but he has been a starting quarterback for ten, twelve years in the NFL for. 
the most prominent franchise in the league. So I'm not going to say nobody's going to pay him $100 million, but if he has hey, another look. year next year, I'm, 70, 80 million, I don't think it's all around. Hey, look, I, I won't put nothing past. I won't put nothing past anything because John Lynch got a front office job. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> with Forty Nine. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm not putting. I don't put anything past anybody because Javale. When we talked about the college polls, we said all the time, hype. What yep. is? What is? What's? What's the heat check on you? Like. Like right now, Romo is the hottest thing out. If if, if Romo, by, like if he keep this up, CBS and he keep, you know, dissecting plays and becoming a fan favorite, he has the cachet to be like, I want to be a head coach. Yeah. And then somebody will be like, I want to, I want, and I want to sell tickets. I'll give you a job, Romo. How much you want? I wouldn't put it past anything. And I'm not, you know, it just, it just, that's just the nature of the beast. But I just want people. To really understand that I won't hate no Romo. I won't try to serve no shut the hell up juice. But, uh, hey, hey I it's funny him. you said that. It's funny you said that. I think either way it goes next year with Saban. If Alabama wins the next championship, or maybe more if they don't, if an NFL franchise gives him money that Alabama can't match, he's gone next year. Because Alabama. Over the past four years, the way Dabo has had Clemson, like there's not a difference. Like we 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 don't go seven, eight, nine, ten years. We go, you know, people are about here and now. Over the past three or four seasons, Clemson has just been just as good or better than Alabama. So if the money comes, whether they win or lose next year, I think it could go either way. If they win, I could see him saying, "Well, I've done what I could do at Alabama. I want to move on." Or if they lose, he can say the same thing. I've done what I could do at Alabama. I want to move on. Money talks, man. And I believe that what Gruden got as a coach from the Raiders, if you are a coach and you have a resume that can make an NFL owner put money out there like that, I think it's going. that's going to be the norm, man. Contracts, all everything goes up. Everything goes I, up. I'm Nothing's going down. Yeah. And I, you made some great points. I, I just feel like Nick Saban and his and his representation have basically tried to communicate to the NFL that they're not interested in it because his name should come up every year, and it doesn't. So that's what has me thinking. It's something about his representation that's telling the NFL I'm good here in college. I mean, his name should come up every single year no matter what. You know what I'm saying? It should always be Nick Saban at Alabama. Nick Saban at Alabama. Um, it's almost like you see with Coach K at Duke. His name don't come up anymore because they know he's just going right. to stay at Duke. You feel what I'm saying? So I think that's why. But you made a great point. If they throw $100 million at Nick, I'm going to Alabama. I'm slapping the hell out of him. Like, dog, if you take that money, <laughs> matter of fact, I need that money because I just slapped you. So go take that money. And all, he's, already all the the highest, people, he, he's already the highest paid college coach already. Like, I mean. And he, he got a good job, man. And I don't mean that. I don't mean that it's easy, but. From his yeah, standpoint, yeah, yeah. it's, it's yeah. easy because he can delegate everything now. Like, he has yeah. pipeline. Recruits right. and coaches send tape to him. He don't have to go to databases. The database comes to him. They knock on his door every morning. Hey, coach, you see my tape? I'm five-star. Here you go. You feel what I'm saying? Right. So, right. It, right. you know, right. at his age, 
Pete Carroll, the reason why he came by the NFL because he was about to get busted in the in the, in the NCAA. <laughs> that Reggie Bush, the Reggie Bush yeah. old scenario. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but you know. Hey, I mean, but uh, somebody asked me, so JaVel, somebody asked me since you're on here, uh, my man Chris West said, can we debunk, can we, sir, shut the hell up, juice of UVA fans who think it's a problem between Cal Guy and DeAndre Hunter. Did you see the little, little 10-second clip of, apparently oh, that Cal man. Guy looked Come mad on, at man. DeAndre Hunter? Come on. We can't. We we. Hey, Hulk. I saw that, but I'm I'm not gonna get into that because the, the program we have is not about one player or the other. You know what I'm saying? And 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 teammates have rifts all the time. Like whether you somebody thought they should have been passed the ball, or I'm not gonna get into that, man. That's not the type of that's not the type of program or the system that. Coach Bennett runs, man. You know what I'm saying? It was yeah, I said, it, I said it was a non. And, I thought it was a non-factor. Yeah. It was nothing. And, God, I, and, 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 and at first people were talking about, oh, God, they knew this. What do you mean? He averages 15 points a game. He scored 14. He, I mean, it was one point less. And, and him and, and Jerome had the same amount of points. It wasn't that, man. We just – we didn't get our – Stuck it up from three. That's it. We just stuck it up that from we three, got from man. three. That's it. We That's it. it up. It was good looks we hey, missed. I mean, three that's, weeks that's, from three weeks true. from today, I'll be in the house. I hope to see you. Duke comes to town, and I want to hear all this same shit that all these Dukies are talking because <laughs> we took this loss. We took this loss good because we didn't. We, we oh, weren't oh, worried oh. about it. I got one question for you though, because I talked about my podcast. I want to hear your thoughts. Jay Huff, will you? You know, um, I think the past five or six games, Huff has come along. Uh, however, for what for what Salt does, he doesn't have to score to be a productive part of our offense because the the screens that he sets are phenomenal. Like he he he's a he's a difference maker in our offensive set, even though he doesn't have to score. And Huff can't do that right now. But what Huff can do is Huff can open up the perimeter. I mean, open up the middle. Because fours and fives who guard him have to step out because he yeah. can shoot the three. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? But I feel that he is uh, not this year, but he has come along. But next me, year he's going to be more of a factor. Let me, let me ask you this question because I posed it on yes, my sir. podcast, also, uh, the, the episode I did for them that, that's up already. I, I just asked that I saw people was coming at Jack Saw, and I said this is the wrong game to come at Jack Saw about some damn – um, Jay Huff. I feel like you can actually use some of the Akite's minutes and give the to Huff. I wouldn't mind having two seven footers on the floor. I I agree because I Huff is basically a with, with 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 uh, with Salts. Just just the way he makes the offense work with his screens and. He's not Diakite. I, I I felt that this is this is my thing with with our team this year, Hulk. Uh, Hulk, I'm sorry. This is the first year that we haven't had a four or a five who is a consistent score, from Mike Scott to Akil Mitchell to Isaiah. We've always had a four who we could throw the ball into every three or four possessions down court. And they could get a they could get a bucket. You know what I'm saying? What's the other kid name that had the had the had the had the good hair? Anthony Gill. Yeah, and Gill. 
to me, to me, Gil was the one who you could throw it to and they could get buckets. I don't think oh, Isaiah yeah, was the guy who you could throw in the block like that. But he, I think he could. I think he could. Isaiah was, Isaiah was, hey, Isaiah was basically a, a little bit better coordinated and faster that could shoot feet those jacks off. Yeah. Do the little yeah, things. I, know, I, I agree. But, but but Jack got that girth. Like people scared. Like like wings and and guards come across the middle. They look for him. And if you if you could put, <laughs> remember I told you, and you and you got you got you got upset with me. <laughs> you got upset with me. It was like whatever. It was the second or third week of the football season when I went to the game. Uh-huh. I guess I think it was the Miami game. And I hit you. I was like, "Yo, <laughs> I went to the I went to the, the scrimmage before the game with this." Who I ain't talking about no damn scrimmage. Listen, I know that's what you <laughs> I said. Remember that. I that's remember what that. you said. I that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, but Kia, man, hey, I know he only five eight five nine, but the defense is what the coach wants, man, and especially if you got that on ball defense. Like if 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 he can learn to stop because he makes bad decisions and I I really put the game on him the other night because he had three or four turnovers and when you when you lose a game by two points those three or four turnovers come back to haunt you you know what I'm saying you know what hurt him you know what 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 caught up with him that he can't control his okay. height his height on right, defense this is the first but game where somebody that truly he ran into a, a high-level guard that truly understood right. how to use the size advantage versus him. But I, the thing I think about that is if Jones was, like I said earlier about Guy and Ty, um, because if Jones not playing, being there, right, yeah. it would have been different because he been on Zion Jones. and Barrett, would, they, they flashed out, like almost every possession. So just those, just them flashing out, putting their arms up and that, they got to handle the ball. Foot wingspan. And that helped Duke out. Right. That's what I'm saying. That helped Duke out more than people understand that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, go ahead. I didn't mean to cut you off. No, no. But it helped them out. And, you know, like I said, I don't take anything away from Duke at all. But that was our worst game of the year. And I'm happy. And you know me. I'm probably the die's UVA fan. You yeah, no. and, and, and I and I feel, and I feel that, that. What's that? And on, on that note, I'm gonna let you finish your thought, and then you gotta take us out because it's seven o'clock, and I'm way past oh, the limit. Yeah, but I want yeah. you to finish your thought. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, say, it's, I, man. Yeah. yeah. Nah, but man, but hey, you, hey, good, you good, good show, good show, guy. Wearing bandana and stuff, I ain't gonna be able to see. She gonna black both yeah. my eyes. <laughs> I'm just joking, America. I'm just nah. joking. She, she She's not violent. I'm just, it's just like I was joking about Tori Aikman on dust. You know how you got to comedy these days to get you in trouble. So my wife don't hit I, me and Tori Aikman don't do dust. Because it was, it was probably a year ago when I thought she was blacking in my eyes. Remember when I, I was talking when you wasn't there? I was like, yo. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. I do. That, that one was crazy because that was like, Chucky Baby was like, damn, where fuck go? Damn, I don't yeah. know, man. Yeah, yeah, that was crazy. Go ahead. Nah, Duncan. but good show, fellas, man. That's good. That's good, man. It's it's, it's seven oh two, so we good. But um, He's still you know, here. We, we come back. We come back tomorrow, Wednesday, hope. Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. Tuesday, Tuesday, right. Wednesday, baby. We back on the we'll, docket. We'll, so we got to talk about Mellow tomorrow. We talk <laughs> about Mellow. Damn it. Yeah. <laughs> but we, uh, we we don't we don't play till nine tomorrow. I feel real bad about uh, wake tomorrow though, because they about to get that 
they about to get that thing put on them. Damn, Dan, but, um, Dan, Danny Manny. Yeah, I, I, I like Daddy, but we got a whole lot of we got a whole lot of backed up energy coming tomorrow, bro. But uh, all good, fellas. <laughs> all good. I'm about, I'm about to go watch this VPI uh, Carolina game. See what's going on. But Man, um, you yeah, hell you call them VPI. You so disrespectful. That's that's how you know you're yeah. disrespectful. <laughs> you call them VPI. Yeah. So, I so any, that's any, any, nice I like that. Yeah, any 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 Carolina or, or Virginia Tech VPI fans. I'm 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 going to watch because I'm an ACC fan. You know what I'm saying? So you know, and I don't like either one of you, so I really don't care who wins. But I I'm just want to see I'm a Carolina game. fan. Oh well, yeah. hey, hey, Tech is good. We just, we just, we just treated them like they kindergartners and we seniors. Yeah, that's all. Oh well, it be like that sometimes. Oh well, I ain't worried worry about his old well. <laughs> his old well don't mean nothing. They don't hold no weight around here. <laughs> hey, what you got? What you, what you, you know? out? What you got? Hey, hey you want to shout out Denzel, hey, man. man? He the only real fan I know in, in Charlotte. Yeah, man. Shout out, yeah, man. Denzel, shout out, so. shout out my boy Denzel, man. Hey, man. Shout, shout out your insurance. If yes, sir. Got, Shout if, out you, if your insurance high, you better you better get on the phone and call them tomorrow. Cause I Unless got insurance for them and it's a one. But yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So shout out, shout out, a insurance. Um, shout out my man Hawk. Shout out the crew. You know, we gonna, we gonna keep doing how we do it, man. I see y'all boys tomorrow. And like Soldier Boy, we not from Bompton. We gonna holler at y'all, Drake, Drake. Drake, hey man, make sure y'all go holler at King Soldier, aka Young Draco. Stop playing with that dude like that, man. It's Ballhawk. We're about of here. Unless you listen to the real baby as we take it away. I want the whole world spin my record. Shero, the hoodie styles, check game, stay free records. Ho, shorty girl, fed the death and I'm massaging. Bad news, even be massaging. I got a city hip. I be massaging. Pinky rings on my finger, I massage I got a speedboat concert cause I massage. I come and do about a whole kind of lodge. I be massaging. I be massaged. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.